is like I put a little Macy with a little bit of Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. Let's something else. We have topics? Uh, we got some topics. Well, the main topic is we're going to talk about hair. Ooh, hairs. Yeah, because I'm doing a lot, a lot of it. I see. Okay. So and you have it. have it, yeah. I also have it. <laughs> I also have it. I feel like this qualifies us. <laughs> yeah. Ready? I'm ready, Freddie. <laughs> This is Veronica Kylie Christie, sometimes V, and here with me is Miss Kylie. Oh, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead and no, introduce you go yourself. Ahead. Please. Who am I? Who am I? Tell the world who you are. Uh, my name is Kylie Batlin. I also go by Kylie Too Smart, Kylie Too Fly. I got the GoBot, the KaiBot, the FlyBot. All the bots. All the bots. All the bots. But she won't fuck up your shit. She won't send you robocalls. No, I'm not <laughs> technologically inclined for a robot. It's kind of sad. <laughs> Well, thanks for joining me, Kylie. How's your week been going? You know what? Um, it's been interesting. You have those tower moments in your life where you feel like everything falls apart, but if you remain positive, which like actually requires action to do and some mental work to realize that you can take this time and like build yourself into something new, which is what I'm trying to do, and I'm blessed to have friends like you in my life. Yeah. Who can help me do that? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I know. Hey guys, just so that you're listening, I've known Kylie since forever. Forever. Yeah, like we met back in maybe 2010, 2000. A little earlier than that, maybe actually. 2009. But we yeah. kind of like known each other or known of each other. For sure. I've known yeah. of you since middle school. <laughs> Yeah. Middle school. Since oh, middle that's right, because you were hanging out with my family. Yeah, your family is my family. Your family adopted me when I first moved to they California. Got all fucked up. They're like and had no friends. They're like, okay, we gotta get to know Veronica because we we didn't know she existed until she was five. <laughs> Great. And then they're like, oh, Kylie's like a Veronica. <laughs> Just, she's the replacement. We'll practice we'll- on her before we reconnect. <laughs> Yeah, because they're, I love them to death, but oh man, there's a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, yeah. There is a lot with hmm. them, for sure. Um, but yeah, like, 
Yeah, so then I came to the picture, and what was funny is I do actually remember this one time I walked in, and my auntie Rosalind was, <laughs> she's like on the couch, like passed out, and she's like been crashing on my auntie's for a little bit, and she's like, man, Vanessa, you'd be bringing your friends in here. <laughs> Bro, she was talking about me for sure. Bro, I used to go every day. Every day? Every day. I was at their house in the kitchen eating their food like some sad adopted puppy. That was me for sure. And then like my aunt sister was like, no, Roz, no, Roz, this is this is Veronica. This is Veronica. This is my brother's daughter. This is my brother's daughter. And it's she, not the other she one. She opens her eyes a little bit more. She goes, oh, hey, baby. <laughs> Bruh, grandma would confuse us sometimes. It was oh, of course great. she would, yeah. yeah. I was like, and you just roll with it. I'm like, right, hi, Grams. That's cool. <laughs> oh, my God. I do remember that now that you, like, bring it up. Yeah, but it's so crazy how, like, we were all up in each other's zone. Um, before we were in each other's zone. Before we were in each other's zone. I Like, the parties. Oh, that was the funnest. The parties, like, during community college. Or, no, no. This was, like, my senior year of high Yeah, school. it had to be. Yeah. Because of uh, foreign exchange program. Yeah, foreign exchange program. Okay. So, we had this friend named Lorenz. He was such an adorable, adorable German boy yeah. coming to Monterey to spend his last moments of high school with us. Yeah, shout out Lolo. Yeah. yeah also, a fantastic tenor saxophone player. I hope he's still playing. He is. Okay, good. Because, oh my gosh. But... He was also kind of a troublemaker, too. <laughs> he was. Yeah, because he would throw all these, like, massive parties, and, like, we would go over to this, like, super hipster house, um, and the the family there was, like, awesome. Like, I occasionally run into Arthur, who owned the house. Yes. Yeah, and he sometimes will be, like, freshly shaven, or he will have, like, the Santa beard, but, like, it's a Santa toque beard. Hilarious, because <laughs> that family was actually friends um, with my, like, that generation was friends with my mom. When oh, they yeah. were in high school and partying, and it's always been an artsy fartsy party house, so <laughs> it's just great throughout the generations. Oh my god! And then like Lorenz would just like invite me to the He's like, "Come on, beat, come on, Veronica, you got you gotta come to these parties. You gotta come. Like you, you it would mean so much to me. <laughs> and he would like make me feel like shit if I didn't make arrangements. Of course. <laughs> um, and so then like I would go to a party one week. And then the next, like, week, like, you show up to a party. For sure. But when you show up to a party, you're like, oh, Ver if you like, Veronica! 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 I'm like, I'm not Veronica! Veronica. <laughs> and then I show up to it's like, oh, Kylie! I'm like, nah, who's Kylie? <laughs> what? No. I'm the other black girl. <laughs> yeah, because you were kind of the token. <laughs> yes. Kylie, the other, other black girl. <laughs> you're the token black kids. <laughs> and, um... Uh, yeah, them like we never ever like cross paths. The only time no. that we crossed paths, guys, was in <gasps> church. Oh God, it was because <laughs> we were we got we both got like a scholarship and it was like some sort of ceremony. Yeah, like, she was sitting at the same pew as me, and I look at her and I look at her name tag. I'm like, are you Kylie? <gasps> Could it be? Could it be <laughs> a whole new world? And we just immediately clicked. There was no weirdness. Like, oh, no, who not the fuck at is all. This imposter. <laughs> like, you who know, are you? <laughs> We had to start splitting up parties. Like, all right, I'll go to this one. You go to this one. And then it was like, nah, we'll just go together. And people will think we're twins. Yeah, and people did think we were twins. All the time. We fucked with people. Like, we were like, yeah, Kylie's my sister. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, people who knew me for years. I'm not like, people who knew me for like five years t did not blink, did not bat an eye. They were like, oh, yeah, Kylie's twin sister. I'm like, what the fuck, guys? You've been to my house. You know my mom. Like, all right. 
They don't know. <laughs> They're like black people. They they've got long lost twins. Yeah, that's always the case. Like if there's always like some other token like and I hate to say it, but it's always like a another light skin girl. Yeah, some and other light skin like girl. It's always like another thick light skin girl. Yeah. <laughs> and there's another bad Betty. I know, and they always look the same. Always. Like, just like Saweetie and Tina Shea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you guys sometimes Doja Cat. <laughs> both have like really curly hair. Is that like a thing you do or it's like you guys have the same you guys have the same hair. Yeah, we have the same hair. It just happens when you fucking cross chromosomes. <laughs> hmm. Huh. You guys are like a similar shade of brown. Like really brown. You guys are like lighter than Beyonce brown. <laughs> but like darker than that one girl. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know, they never know her name. She's, you know that one girl? She's like a little like lighter than you. You know? She's like from Monterey. Oh my god. She's in band. She's in band. Did they really say that? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I never found out who she was. Oh, I will, that, that's the plot twist. I was like changing colors all the time. Me too. They yeah. never understood that. Because I did, I did water polo in the fall. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, doing water polo, you're out in the water, there's, like, sun out there, so, like, you're tanning like a motherfucker, right? And then once it gets to wintertime, and I didn't do a sport for, like, most of, like, for most of high school, like, it's just, I lightened back up. See, that's <laughs> funny. You were doing water polo, and I was doing um, outrigger. I was paddling in the bay. You are paddling in the bay? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's scary. It's, uh, I mean, they called me otter. I was always swimming out there. <laughs> Even though it was fucking cold. <laughs> yeah, that water is cold. And then every time like I want to go in that water, there's always some weird like sewage warning. <laughs> right? Oh my God, so gross. And Or there's like jellyfish or they're like, hey, uh, the plankton are coming in. Maybe stay out of the water. Mm. So. Yeah. No, I was there one time when I saw a bunch of little baby jellyfish. Oh, they're the worst. Yeah, I'm like, do I go in that? Or is that like tasering myself it's a bit like (laughs) tasering yourself (laughs) all right kylie i if you don't mind i want you to kind of talk about things that bring you joy um and also what your kind of artistic outlets are sweet um things that bring me joy i would have to say music for sure um I was lucky enough to grow up in a family of musicians. My brother is a rock star. Um, and so I really enjoy singing. I didn't sing as much as a child because my brother's a rock star. So it was like I was mostly carrying equipment everywhere, being a little free labor helper. Um, ooh. She hand me the comb. We're doing hair oh, also yeah, while we talk. Amazing. It's a yeah, thing. We're doing hair right now too. Uh, podcasting and doing hair. Podcasting and doing hair. Let's see if I can get this correct. So in addition to just enjoying listening to music and different styles of music, um, I got into poetry pretty heavily in high school um, and uh, went through uh, California's Poetry Out Loud contest. If you've never heard of it, go check it out. It's wonderful. Um, it's a great freaking program for high schoolers. Um, you get to compete uh, at your city level and then at your state level. And then 
if you get to continue on, you get to go all the way to the White House. And it's a, just a really amazing, fun way to meet like-minded people and get your creative juices flowing and get some experience with working with a mic. Um, I had the best teacher in high school. Shout out Mr. Hagquist, Pacific Grove High. And um, so poetry has been an outlet of mine for many years. Um, uh, in addition to that, knitting, I have found, like I really enjoy creating things that are soft and cuddly and warm. So I really like to knit. Um, I create my own patterns. That brings me joy. I have too much yarn, <laughs> way too much yarn. You know you can use that yarn in your hair. Right? I am going to start having crazy bomb yarn dreads. I'm going to start doing that for sure. Um, what else brings me joy? Eating pussy brings me joy. <laughs> <laughs> Sucking dick brings me joy. Um, holding crystals brings me joy. Oh my God, girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I recently got more tarot decks. I have three now, so playing with my tarot cards brings me joy. Um, I was working out. I need to get back to it because I found that working on yourself and just having time for yourself also brings me joy. Yeah, yeah, that's, amen to that. So like literally like, as much as I always advocate this, like if you're always feeling like you're stressed, stressed, stress, <laughs> stress, has life got you down? Has life got you down? No, like always finding, you know, a, not even a fragment, but like just assign some time for yourself like at least every day at least every day and this excludes like sitting on the bathroom on your phone <laughs> oh i love 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 sitting in the bathroom on my phone that is another passion of mine my bathroom is probably like one of my favorite rooms in the house yeah no, I hear a lot of parents, though, that that's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> to escape the world, they're like, I'll go in the bathroom. How? how, how, Is how? Yeah, I'm like, how thick you want them? Uh, um, so if just make sure whatever is going on, like it's an offset, right? So I was just working directly off of this row underneath, so I was doing like a split in between. Yeah. 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 Is so, that a good spot? I'm going to actually make it a little smaller. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like I hear a lot of parents, they like try to go to the bathroom to like get away from their kids for a second because, you know, like they're cute and all when they're like small and you're like freaking out because you're like, oh, I'm going to break them. And then by the time that they hit like the age of two and they're running around and shit, like that's when it's like, oh my God, I can't get away from them. I can't escape. <laughs> um, and so like I hear like a lot of parents like, well, or the memes that have been going around are like, I'm good. I'm just chilling in the tub <laughs> away from my kids because they can't find me here. <laughs> Hiding. Hashtag. And then they know that they have to get up at some point because, <laughs> because if it's too quiet. <laughs> oh, shit's so, going down. Your walls have been crayoned. <laughs> your walls have been crayoned. Someone tried to shove up SpaghettiOs in their nose. <laughs> Uh, or somebody's trying to pee in the closet. That was a phase my nephew went through. Oh, I guess he didn't really no. understand, like, when people were getting up and going to the bathroom. <laughs> he just thought it was, like, the smallest door. Oh, <laughs> He was, like, no. go uh, to the closet. He doesn't do that anymore. He's he's grown. He's a little man now. He's a little man now? Yeah, he's, he's seven. It's he's great. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going 
guys tell me like he's 14. He's 14. <laughs> no, he's seven. He's so grown. Um, he's a dapper gent. He likes to wear suits. He likes to wear suits? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Him's fancy. He is fancy. This is, this is the little nephew that lives in Hawaii? Yes, it is. Awesome. That's so cute. And if I shout out my nephew, I also have to shout out my niece. Um, they're only a few months apart. Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. You were telling me that. Oh, that's, that's a debacle. <laughs> it's a debacle, but they are the cutest. They are so well-loved, and I miss them all the time. She's doing it. She's doing it. I'm watching her. She's being successful. It's hard when you like do the starts for your twists because you have to get it in there. And like sometimes if you don't have a mirror, you're like sitting there like, oh, I can't tell if I got close enough to the scalp, which feels like I didn't, but I can fix it later. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the goal. It's like when you're doing it by yourself and you're like, oh, I did all this work. I'll just go back and fix it later because sometimes you don't have time to just. This, this whole thing takes about, like, six hours. Yeah, usually. I've um, pretty much always just worn my hair natural. So this is, like, a really fun thing for me to experience and watch. I've had my hair done um, with faux locks once in my life. Shout out Shayna Singleton. She's in San Antonio. She's amazing. Um, if you need your hair done and you're out there, go see her. Yeah, Shayna, come over here and do my hair. <laughs> come do my hair. It was a beautiful bonding experience. So, um, yeah, just with your poetry, sorry to go back a little to that. No, like, go back. You said um, that you've been doing it for a long time. What's usually, like, the content of your poetry? Uh, so, it really depends on how I'm feeling. Some of it is um, just looking at historical dates and issues mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times things happen in the news and they get sensationalized and people forget, like, this is not something that's new. This is something that we have been dealing with for a long, 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 long time. And to just, uh, like, bring up all these other instances of things that have happened, um, sometimes it's about, you know, like, the prison systems, especially in California, living so close to, like, Soledad and the history that we have here with the Soledad brothers, that was really inspirational for me. Um, and then what happened with the Soledad brothers? Oh my gosh, it's like a whole thing that's gonna have to be like another podcast. Okay. <laughs> for sure. Um, and just being like inspired um, by the history that's here. You know, the Black Panthers are out here back in the day. Um, and just different, you know, social movements that are going on. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's just about nature though and um, how we use the land and our resources. My grandfather was a state park ranger mm -hmm. uh, for California and continued to work. Like he, I think he retired like twice and then he worked for the aquarium and then he went back to the state parks and um, he had a lot to do with uh, my view. <laughs> like, is this just like the window shaking? Yeah, it's windy. It's super windy. Yeah, though. but these windows are so sensitive. Sensitive ass windows. Yeah. The fuck. The fuck. It's alright. They probably can't even hear it, and all they hear is us being like, God, these windows. Oh my God. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's a lot of what inspires me. Sometimes it's just personal relationships. Sometimes I just get real goofy, and it'll just be um, about food. <laughs> a bitch love to eat <laughs> and family relationships it's a lot 
Yeah, like, you know, that's the thing I like about art or spoken word. Like, it's not limited to just one genre. You can explore past, like, what is expected of you, right? So, you know, like with rap, everyone expects... Every, the whole the whole stereotype is, and I'm so glad it's actually being phased out, is that rap is only about drugs and bitches and gold and... Gold. <laughs> and gold. And gold. Silver and gold. Silver and All gold. All gold of my watch. <laughs> All of my bitches love silver and gold. <laughs> um... But no, like it, it can be it expands beyond that. Like atmosphere does a fantastic job. Oh, I love it. With this, his like storytelling and like just life events. Like America Careful was like kind of like one of my favorite songs by him. Everyone loves like God loves ugly, but America Careful was like, I sat there and I went, I took a deep breath, and I was like, that's fucking rough. I had to fight. I'm gonna be bigger than guns, bigger than cigarettes. You had to fight. Tell me more. What? What? Who'd you fight? Who'd I fight? Yeah. Oh, who'd I fight? I'm like, oh. <laughs> You're like, I, had I had to fight. fight. <laughs> Bitches go and let that lie there. I had to fight anyway. Tell me about <laughs> like, No, what? I had to fight. I had to fight like one of my medical bills because like I walked in for like a basic ass like UTI and woman problems. And like I went in like 10 minutes before the urgent care like closed and I straight up told them like, hey, I'm one of your patients. I know I have a UTI, but the shit hurts. Like, or not 10 minutes. I came in 30 minutes before they closed. I'm like, please help me get the right medication. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, well, how much does it hurt? I'm like, it really hurts. <laughs> how much does it hurt? Enough for me to fucking come down here and deal with this bullshit. Yeah, I'm not here trying to waste your guys' fucking time. I don't want to be here. Y'all don't want me here. Like, and everybody who was in the office was like, or in the clinic was like super young and probably around the same age as me. And, like, they're probably like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm so burnt out because, you know, we're all burnt out. But, like, the whole thing is, like, I was just like, listen, I just, please just get me in this medicine. <laughs> so then they're like, oh, it might be appendicitis. And then they shot me <sighs> straight to fucking emergency. And I went, what? No, like, this is a real um, problem with America's healthcare system. I feel especially with women, especially with women of color, that we are not listened to when we come into an office and tell you like, hey, I know my body. This is what I'm experiencing. Like, this is my problem. And they completely ignore you and start going off the rails about appendicitis. You're like, bitch, the fuck? Like, I was just like, no, I, whatever. How hard is it? They take me to the emergency room and I'm talking to the doctor and I said, hey, these are the symptoms I'm having. And they're saying it's this. They're saying it's appendicitis. I don't know if I'll need surgery. I do have insurance, but I I have this lady coming up to me telling me I need to pay $200 of a copay because I'm in here and I could only pay 100 of it. And so I just, I don't think I have appendicitis, but you, you do whatever you need to do to determine that. <laughs> and so he checks and he's like, okay, what are your symptoms? And I tell my symptoms and he goes, oh, no, it's just a UTI. And then he like mumbles like he shouldn't have to come here and, or something to that effect. And he's like, no, obviously that's a UTI. I don't think he said he's allowed to say you shouldn't have come here. Yeah, he, he's not. But he basically implied like, hey, you shouldn't be here. So then I was like, what the fuck? So then after leaving, <laughs> I've only paid $100 of a copay. And then they finally wrote me a prescription. Um, 
also like even going through the process process of explaining my pain i was saying hey my pain is happening on the lower right hand and the lower left hand of my of my back feels like it's resonating to the front of my pelvis and it's also resonating into the middle of my back do you think that's a little specific of where the pain is oh that's you know pretty specific yeah so this fucking nurse was like she was like oh so it's happening in the right flank and the left flank and some like other fucking scientist word for fucking whatever i was describing <laughs> and she's and i said sure <laughs> and i'm like am i a steak yes <laughs> i'm a steak <laughs> Please tell me that anyway. I also need a skirt steak too because like oh like I anyway so like I was just like really upset because I'm like I'm like does that mean the same things that I'm pointing to? She goes yes here and she raised too high. I went no here this is where it is this is where it hurts because I had to like bring her hand and rub my have her feel where I was feeling the pain. Rub my chin. <laughs> I know I'm like I'm sorry that you're almost rubbing my ass but this is like what's this going on? Blessed. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag like, you lucky. Bitch you lucky you touched this. But yeah, I was like, okay. And then um, the moment that... Any piece, I'll do this one. The funniest part of that whole thing was like, I told also some of the, uh, the emergency care that I said, hey, these symptoms also happened right after I finished having sex. And they all stopped what they were doing. <gasps> she had sex. They all stopped what they were doing and they all looked at each other. And then he looked, and then one guy managed to like gulp down and was like, did you pee after sex? I'm like, not a lot. (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) Awkward. (laughs) And they all just looked at each other like either A, they're so surprised I had sex. I'm like, y'all fucking this fucking room too. Like, don't look at me like I'm the only one who gets some. Adults here. We're all adults here. You guys are also like medical medical staff. But also I think the uh, the, uh, the reason why they were all looking at each other like that is because like if the symptoms after, right, after she, after she had sex, she should not be in this emergency room. So after all of that happened, I get home and I'm like crying and I'm like sad because it hurts. And then like they gave me like Tylenol with codeine and I'm also allergic to like yeah painkillers yeah <laughs> i don't do well with um like hydrocodone at all or anything like that so i feel you and so like i'm like on the phone with my boyfriend i'm like i don't want to take this tile at all i don't i'm scared and he goes be just take it I'm like no i don't want to do it i don't want to and it turns out i wasn't allergic to the tile at all but i i was just like i don't want to go through this and like i spent through like three days of pain and then like i get a bill that said, like, literally two grand. Yes, I had a similar experience. Um, I have PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome. It's very common among women, more common than you would think, but it's difficult to diagnose. And for a long time, well, it's not that difficult. There's, like, a whole list of symptoms, and it's, like, if you check off at least five of these, like, it's kind of an umbrella term, like, this is what you have. Um, so I was going to many doctors, um, a lot of men who just told me that, uh, if I lost weight, my period would regulate, which I was like, okay, but no. Um, 
it took me years. Um, this is something that I've dealt with since I like first started menstruating and didn't get it diagnosed until two years ago, which I'm 29 now. So um, I finally got a doctor to listen to me and um, got my diagnosis. And then they tried to bill me like 2000 something when I had insurance, they had just processed it incorrectly and didn't want to take the steps to freaking correct it. It took forever for them to have that corrected in their system. They kept telling me no, that I had to pay. I was like, I am not paying this. I am covered. Why are you charging me? It's just the rigmarole. Yeah. You need help? I feel like this piece is too thick. Too thick? Yeah. Hey, it's too thick. It's too thick. There's no such thing as too thick. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just such a thing. So, like, I, I, like, basically, like, contested it. I'm like, hey, I don't think this is right, blah, blah, blah. And then they knocked down, like, $300. <laughs> and then I said, well, that's still a lot. And I can only do that in payments because also I was, like, I was, like, in the middle of getting out of work. And, um... I was in the middle of looking for another job, and I was like, I know somewhere down the line, like, something's getting all fucked up. So, I'm like, I still can't pay this. This is, like, a lot. I'm also paying rent in the Bay Area, blah, blah, blah. And then, I'm like, also, I told them, the doctor told me, like, I shouldn't have gone to the emergency room. And then, like, everyone records scratched on, like, the the customer service line. And they're like, what? (laughs) So, then they escalated my, my, um... They escalated my case to a case manager, and then, like, she was able to waive the whole thing. But, like, it took literally three weeks worth of phone calls. Three weeks. It was so stupid. Three weeks of telling them, like, hey, this isn't right. Hey, this isn't right. Hey, this isn't right. Hey, this is my first time coming to you guys. This is your first impression. (laughs) Like, it was just a lot of, like, fucked up shit like that. I'm a good person, I swear. Yeah, I didn't want to care in them, but I care in them. (laughs) You know, Karen. But yeah, uh, I was just, and like I always have to like be super thorough now with like fucking healthcare providers, because I'm like, hey, I would love to get care, but you need to fucking listen to me. Yeah, it's part of adulting, and then just depending on how you grew up, how much you know, how much you are prepared to deal with the system. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot to do with it. I was ill prepared. Yeah, because no one teaches you how to really like handle it. Because you go to the doctors with your parents, right? And you just don't do shit. Your parents actually do not walk you through. You want to try it? Yeah, I'm going to try it. Your parents don't actually walk you through the whole process of like, this is what you do when this happens. This is what you do when this happens. Sure, there's like whatever healthcare, but... Or it's mandatory for you to have healthcare, but you they no one really talks you through like what de- what deductibles mean or what it means when you get this service instead of this service. You know, like no one talks that. They just expect you to read the paperwork and you're like, what the fuck is a deductible? So What's much a jargon. Pen? What's There's a so much jargon? jargon? And like me being someone who speaks like fluent English, I'm sitting here like I can't imagine anybody who actually like tries to come into our country and like get get a hold of all this because. There's already so much different versions of English. There's like medical language of English. And then there's, there's like 
music English and then you know just all the different vernaculars within different communities and it's so hard for anybody to come in and understand all that they're like oh learn English but there's all these different types of English where it's like you can't just learn basic English like hey hello what's up right you actually have to learn like a political language or political English or medical English and it's just a fucking mess I hate English dude Oh, I'm like, I love English. I'm sitting here pretending like other languages don't have those complexities, but I feel like English well, has a lot of complexities. I feel like at least with other languages, there is a structure <laughs> that's <laughs> in place. Like going to English class versus going to Spanish class, you can see immediately Spanish class are like, okay, here are your tenses. Here are your forms. And then in English, they're like, well, <laughs> it's the wild, wild west out here. We do what we do. This English that you're going into Los Gatos with, it's not going to fly in East San Jose. <laughs> <laughs> the English that you're going into Pacific Grove, no, not even Pacific, Pebble Beach. Pebble, Pebble Beach with, it's not going to fly in Salinas. Like, Ooh, not at all. It's like the English that you go in with this, in like Mississippi is damn sure not the same English that you're going to go into Montana with. Like, it's just so many different like dialects of it like i want to get this so tight to your head you're mm-hmm. gonna be like this is the most perfect twist i believe in you believe in me she's using she, i'm on my head doll right now believe it so <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> I'm sorry i'm sorry i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah so you know you actually got onto a subject about women's health for a second so tell me more about if you don't mind telling the world about your, your thing going on. Oh, no, I don't mind at all. My uterus is beautiful. It's perfect. It's fine. My ovaries um, are also beautiful. They're almost perfect. So basically, um, my body doesn't actually fully release my eggs. So mm. I have all of my eggs. I'm like extra fertile, but not really. They just, they're in the waiting line, I guess. They're cute. They're cute. They're loading. They're buffering. buffering. (laughs) My ovaries are buffering, y'all. So um, that's what's happening pretty much. So this causes um, several different hormone feedbacks within my body. Uh, It makes it very difficult to lose weight. Um, Instead of having like a normal period because my hormones are thrown off, my body like instead will just keep building up my uterine walls they're like oh we're building for a baby building for a baby building for a baby and then no egg comes and then my body is just like well uh it got too heavy so we're just gonna tear all the shit down uh and throw that out the window so it's just a vicious cramping cycle with which nothing is ever truly completed so before medication um i was miserable i'm talking about like debilitating pain um cramping so badly that like I don't want to get up out of bed bleeding so heavily that like no pad out there has the power to keep me safe from destroying furniture or sheets or pants or cute undies um Luckily, I have many women in my family who were able to kind of guide me through this. One of my aunts has like endometriosis, which is a whole nother deal. Another one um, also just had like fibroids. Um, My mother had a hysterectomy 
um, at like 40. So it's just, um, you know, a history of female problems in my family. Um, and I was really glad to find, finally find a doctor who would help me. So now I'm also on birth control and metformin, which if you have PCS and your hormones are off, it changes how your body reacts to sugar. Similar to diabetes, but not quite. So metformin, um, if you look that up, um, is also used to help people who are on the verge of getting diabetes lower their blood sugar um, and just help them regulate. So I take metformin. Um, I also take spironolactone, which helps regulate my testosterone levels. So my testosterone levels <laughs> were crazy high. Like, um, I had the testosterone level of like a 50 year old man. What? Yes. With, what the fuck? <laughs> which was like, my sex drive is so high. <laughs> but that's probably why. Um, Wait, 40 year old men want to have sex all the time? I'm pretty sure 40 year old men want to have sex and then their penises are like, mm-hmm. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> I'm not a 40-year-old man. I know. I, cannot, I don't want to get into this because I don't... <laughs> speak to their experience. Yeah, exactly. Some 40-year-old <laughs> man out there will come and tell us, I'm sure, all about their um, testosterone-fueled sexcapades that we probably will not have asked to hear about. Um, but well, anyway... I mean, it would be really nice... Okay, so real talk. Like, I would love for men to be more comfortable to talk about their sexuality like it wasn't like not voodoo maybe voodoo is the word i'm looking for but like taboo taboo thank you we're not going to judge you for talking about sex because you're a human being and human beings have sex yeah because like i i get on this all the time at parties i'm like how come boys don't talk about sex but it's true how come boys don't talk about sex well because literally no but like literally the last party we were at together a woman told a man to shut up because the ladies were speaking and I felt so bad for him because he had quality things to say and I was enjoying his thoughts. But this lady was just like feeling herself and had a bit too much to drink and was like, wow, girl power, shut up, you man. Oh, no. Yeah, it was bad. It no, was your party. Was <laughs> my party. <laughs> was <laughs> it was eyes. It, yeah. Hi, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, I felt bad for him. Yeah, sometimes I'm not responsible for the contents that leak my guest's mouth. Oh, I ruined this twist. I'm going to have to rewind. Oh, no, it's okay. I got it close, though, I think. You want to feel it? You want to touch it? Where is it? It's in the middle. Right here? Yeah, now it's loose. Now it's loose, yeah. So the trick with these twists is, like, once you get up to the scalp, you got to be super duper tight. Okay, so show Because, me. like, what will happen is, you see how this looks, like, kind of loose? Yeah. It loosens as you kind of let it drape. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Good morning, Cash. Good morning, Cash. <laughs> um, my, my beautiful boyfriend just walked into the room as yeah. we're talking about He's sex. He's gorgeous. A beautiful Adonis. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, you will. <laughs> but yeah, like as as sexuality is kind of goes on, I just want more men to be more out there about it. Like it shouldn't be just you know. I, luckily enough, like the gay community has been really like vocal about it and being very proactive about taking care of themselves with it because people are talking. 
but I wish there was a community of more men who fall into the straight category to talk about it more because then they can take care of themselves better. They know what to expect. Um, and also they don't feel they, that way they don't feel like, you know, all sheltered by it, you know, cause like they shouldn't have to feel all cooped up or afraid to talk to their partners about what they like, mm-hmm. that too. what they want. I feel like that dialogue is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in this era of like Tinder, <laughs> you know what I mean? People are just swiping and then it was like, are you even having conversations about like what you're comfortable with, what you like, what's going to get you off, like why you're even here? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think you, if you get to why are you even here, you, you uninstall the app. You <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm here, uninstall. I came for cheese and crackers. Yeah, I was I was to be told there was punch and pie. There <laughs> well, no there might be some pie. No. How, how, how much pie you want? <laughs> It depends what pie is on sale. Right? There's pecan <laughs> pie. Alright, um, tell me if this is tight enough. That feels tight enough. This feels tight enough? Okay. I actually won't know until I touch it. Okay, touch it. That's what she said. She will not know until she touches it. This is good. This you is good. Yeah, Alright, and then to start the twist? Yeah, so once you twist, it kind of falls into its own like track. So like you'll see how it twists itself. So make sure when you're twisting, it's opposites, right? Like this. Yes. Yeah. I got so opposites. When you got opposites, you'll feel it like. Ooh, twirling together. Twirl it. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. twirling. We're whirling. Yeah. So be careful when you're kind of going downwards, though. Like the hair will get all knotted at the end. Yeah. So if it gets knotted at the end, just do like the, the classic like hand swoop. Hand. So you take out the knot or whatever. Swoop. Hopefully there's not a lot of knots, but just. No, I'm heh, naughty. But <laughs> nice. <laughs> so kylie um let's talk about your experience from moving away from california oh no okay yeah but like as in what was that change like so there's there's a lot of people who are kind of like they're like millennials i'm just gonna say the group without the bad connotation there is no bad connotation but there's connotation (laughs) um that a lot of us have been trying to move out of California because it's just too expensive. Right. Well, okay, so I moved to San Antonio, Texas, and I got to say, like, expense-wise, it was a dream. Um, I would call my mom and be like, oh, yeah, I found a place. It's $800. It's a 1,000 square feet. There's a fireplace and two walk-in closets and a beautiful granite kitchen and a patio and storage, and it comes with, like, all this new stuff in it, beautiful. We got air conditioning. Everybody in Texas has air conditioning, which to be fair, if it's 112 degrees outside, like you really need it. Um, But then like you flip the coin and my mom's here in the Bay Area and you can't get shit for $800. She has like a studio for like a thousand. So it's like a real eye opener um, moving away and just feeling like, oh, you have room to breathe, extra funds like that feels phenomenal. You feel really adult. Mm-hmm. I feel like moving back here has humbled me to the core. You're like, oh, you thought you were adulting and doing well. Um, welcome to the Bay Area where you're <laughs> going to pay 2500 for a one bedroom instead. So that's been an adjustment. Um, culture shock is real. Texas, I feel like Texas and California has like a really weird um, relationship and it depends on where you are in Texas because if you go to Austin 
Austin is um, San Francisco's sister city. So there's a lot of like keep Austin weird and they um, have a really great music scene and like food and culture um, is like really vibrant there. San Antonio is kind of like um, a little big city. Like it's still huge. I feel like um, it's pretty tame. I went out there like back in 2000. Yeah. So it's like a really like family, small town feel, even though it's huge. (laughs) Like you can drive for an hour and still be in San Antonio, which being in the Bay Area is so different because you could drive 30 minutes and you're like, oh, I've went through two cities. (laughs) You know? 30 minutes in Monterey, you went through the whole peninsula. (laughs) Right? I've gone through the whole peninsula. I feel like these started out twisting opposite and now they're not. Huh. Can I touch Oh, wait. Yeah. It's going. She's like, no, I don't understand what you're doing back there. I don't understand what you're doing back there. All right, I'm going to have to watch you do it one more time. Okay, no, it's okay. Can you keep this over here? Yeah. Dude, hair is hard. (laughs) Hair is hard. I'm like, give me yarn. I just wanted silver hair. I wanted to kind of tap into this whole Yasha Sephiroth look, but it's not working. Oh, my God. (laughs) I I, I don't disagree with Optic, but I disagree. It's dope. It's dope? You like it? Yes, Wait, please. Yeah, come over. So, Kasher, everybody. Do Hello. I need to scoot? Salutations. The love of my life. Do we need to turn? No, Will we're I... good. I can stick my knee right here, and that makes me She's happy. Like, I can project. <laughs> Hello. That's, that, is, <laughs> that is what she said. Uh-huh. All right. So, uh, I loved Final Fantasy VII when I was a wee lad, and I had uh, I had really long hair, and it do- you can't you can't imagine anymore because uh, I know I'm talking, but I'm sure you can hear how bald I am. <laughs> <laughs> And so uh, I went to this hair salon. I had saved up a bunch of money. I had cleaned houses and and done chores because I wanted hair like Sephiroth. I wanted hair like this uh, badass anti-hero that uh, when I was 13, I rationalized to be supremely powerful. But I was 13. I didn't understand anything about characters or ramifications then. And, And so I go to this hair salon. And this is like right before kids got like supreme rights where if like you said no to a kid you were saying no to all the helicopter parents and stuff <laughs> and, and so i go into the salon I, I was looking at swatches of like hair and I, I i saw the gray one that i was like oh my god that's it that's the one and so i tell the lady i want this i saved up like 80 bucks i didn't know how much da- hair dyeing was and she just looks at me and she's like no <laughs> Your hair's too pretty. Oh, I'm like, what? Wow. What? Rude. But like, I'm 13, so I thought it was an insult. Oh, <laughs> I was like, 13 year old boy. I'm like, no, I want this hair. I am not pretty. Right. And so I went. I went to. Uh, I went to another place, and they said they wouldn't do it either. And they're one plaza apart from each other, so I don't know if there was some no, we don't dye kids' hairs rules or something. Maybe there was something about your scalp at that age. I don't know. I don't think so. One shop called the other shop. And they're like, blackball this, this this white kid. He cannot have it. <laughs> Crush his dreams. And so, uh, yeah, that was it. That was that, that. From that point on, I never I dyed my hair a couple times like as an adult, but I didn't get to do the Sephiroth hair. I dyed my hair so many times yeah. as an adult. Um, at one point, it was like you never knew who you were going to see when you ran into me. That's cool. Yeah. What, what, like, made, you, um, what made you do it so much? Um, I just really loved um, the color 
And especially where I was, it was like everybody was so vanilla and so plain Jane and like so sad. Sometimes Pacific yeah. Road, yeah, it can be very gray. Yeah, Pacific and Road was really gray. It's foggy and there's like a lot of kids there like grow up fairly conservatively and um, it was like there just wasn't that much vibrancy. So I really like, I already stuck out because I'm black in Pacific Grove. Mm. Um, and I was like, you know what? Like, let's just take this to the next level. I started doing crazy hair Wednesdays at school mm-hmm. and people loved it. And I was just like wearing like crazy wigs at the time or like brushing my hair out and doing fun styles. Mm-hmm. And like, it was something that brought me joy, something that like my classmates really enjoyed. Um, and so I started dyeing it. And now that I'm older, I'm like, I still love to change my hair color right now. It's like, pretty tame i've been growing it out i had bleached it blonde Mm -hmm. like a few years back and then decided that i wasn't gonna do that anymore Mm. um but i bought like a hair wax what's a hair wax Ooh. so instead of um like depositing the dye chemically into your hair follicles Mm -hmm. you can get just wax and it just puts it on on top and the one i found was um beautiful it's crazy right it was a blue one and I want to get more colors, but you can just literally like rub it through your hair and it's super <laughs> pigmented or, you know, rub it across your beautiful bald um, scalp. Bald scalp. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll be able, we can get you that Sephiroth scalp, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got a gray shiny one. Uh, I'll look like one of those freaking guys from that movie Fifth Element from 150 years ago. Oh, I love Fifth Element. Oh, That's my jam. It's, it's a, I just, every once in a while, because my name is Cash, you remember the, you remember the part where the guy tries to, to rob Bruce Willis. Yes. He's like, g- g- give me the cash. <laughs> oh, shit's so great. It's so oh funny. Oh, my gosh. And I think about that. Like, I just, I, I just wonder if he has no, he like, he, did he have like a fucking motivation? Or did, they, did he have no lines? Like, that's, you don't write a script. I'm not sure if you write the script for that. Like, it just seems I so. I think Bruce Willis just says whatever he wants to say. And they're like, yeah, keep rolling. It's great. Yeah, well, I mean, I do feel like there's a certain amount of characters that are paid to be themselves. <laughs> right. right? Like, Robert Jackson. Downey Jr. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. He's, he, he seems to be able to... Oh, I, I would actually say... Nuanced? He's quite nuanced. Yeah, he's actually... Somehow and amazingly, he can exude an unbelievable confidence, but not actually really be that. Like he was talking about, he was talking about it on some like podcasting with Joe Rogan's or something. But like he was talking about how like that wasn't him. It is, but it isn't. Like it was a really, it was a reach for him to achieve that sometimes. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, I guess if you're in an environment where you're constantly being compared to like everyone who's around you, whether or not they're younger or older, how much money they have, how their skin looks, like how their skin looks yes. is the second category you went to. Oh, I'm sorry. It should have been it should have been the very first. How does your skin look? Because I feel like HD is unkind to human beings. I don't know why we did that to ourselves. I actually think it 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 in it impacts politics. You like if you seriously, like Go on. Donald Trump is orange, right. and yet. Well, it impacts. It impacts it. It doesn't. It doesn't like entirely shape it. This is true. Like I think you know, Barack was a relatively attractive man, that had some impact on his. Like, who 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 was he going against? Does anybody remember? Mitt Romney. 
Yeah, <laughs> Mitt Romney looks like a like a like a wax sculpture that like you know became sentient and decided he wanted to dominate the humans that you know made him. Like that's not that's not the same person, not even close. This is true. Like I'm not saying that I'm not saying, and I think it's going to get worse. I think as people like maybe 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 uh, there's going to be. You can see it in Instagram videos. There's lots of uh, deep faking going on. So it'll be somebody who has a certain size and proportion for one frame. And then the rest of the frames, Where's they're this, perfect. Where's the skinny filter? Yeah, it's basically, it's basically the perfection that, filter. it's crazy. There will be someone who has like a jaw. Like it'll be like a, a model lady who has a jaw who looks like she can take like, you know, a really solid uppercut. And all of a sudden, I got a lot just, of cushioning it things. just goes all of a sudden real, real svelte. Real svelte. Nothing. <coughs> Excuse me. Hey nothing lady. under the chin. You've got a real svelte jawline. Yeah, oh. that's, that's my favorite one. Mm. <laughs> hey, hey there. Uh, I really like how sharp your elbows are. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's very good. It's amazing. Quite nice. Strong genetics. Do you want to have sharp elbow babies? <laughs> like have sharp elbow babies with me. <laughs> oh, Get that ninety degree. 90 degree. Nice 90 degree shuriken elbows. Shuriken elbows. Oh no. I feel like we have veered into a dark space of shuriken elbows. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's all I'm going to see in my mind is just elbows. Just spinning. Just tell Redman not to throw elbows. Oh damn. He's throwing them bows though. That's the whole thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Throw them bows. Throwing them bows, you know, dirty by Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Throwing them bows. I was like, ludicrous, but sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Where'd it go next from that? I don't even know what to do. (laughs) From ludicrous, you can go anywhere. (laughs) From ludicrous, Luda. (laughs) From Luda. You know, I really like his meme page on Facebook. It's, isn't that ludicrous? Isn't that ludicrous? That's great. He kind of fit the same genre as himself, like what George Takei has been doing. Like all he does is post memes. Ludicrous, oh, all he does George. is post memes. Well, little Bow Wow so post memes. I, I actually think that that's the secret. Just to be yourself and meme yourself? No, I, I will eat that, but I also think like social media like doesn't, like it's been proven that the more you stare at Facebook, the more depressed you become. And like there's strong correlation. And so I think the only thing you can do is like put memes on there. Like, I think that it's just going to become a morass of, like, porn and memes. And then it, there's going to be people who, like, sift through it and yeah. find useful things. Yeah, mm. it's it's turning into, like, <clears throat> it's very much so, like, Tumblr now. Yeah. I guess Tumblr used to be like that, where it's, like, Flowers. meme. Flowers are cool. Yeah. yeah, it's, like, meme, blog post, meme, meme, video, meme, I mean, like, yeah, porn. Yeah. There's always some anime titties. Anime titties! In, in between the memes. That like, bouncing, though. The heart one. There's like a new heart one where like girls are like... Doing like heart, heart nipples? Heart, heart nipples, nipples. yeah. yeah. Uh, like, but they're covering the nipple with their top fingers. And yeah. then they're creating a heart where it's like a little heart like boob. And that's that's a thing now. I feel like I might have too much nipple for that. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's a lot to cover. That is a lot. Of, yeah, it's a lot of nipple to cover. I think it's it's mostly a, a skinny e girl thing. Yeah, it's not it's not a me thing. Yeah, remember like the tongue out and the cross eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ahigo or whatever the fuck the hentai people call the, it. The the cucumber girls. 
cucumber girls. They're yeah. called cucumber girls. Oh, didn't you see like everybody was sucking on cucumbers for a while and they were like oh, shit. an anime? Thing. No, in real life. Oh, it was like a whole challenge. Like, there was a whole like, the, like how did you miss this there i was totally whole missed it i think thing. it was more focused on the ice cream one she's like i was looking at quality stuff <laughs> meanwhile only the highest porn for me thanks. only the highest porn like what, is, me, what thank does that you. even mean though like tentacles <laughs> tentacles that's what that does means it, does it mean tentacles yes it does okay the very top low tentacles okay that's where we go i don't know if there's a hierarchy anymore like I just remember it's all lateral. Do you okay, do you remember like like the like two thousand and five, like an earlier? Like you would go <clears throat> it feels like things were just different. Like titties meant something different. Titties. Like they did. Titties felt more dirty. Right. <gasps> right? Oh my yeah, god. Titties felt more dirty. Like like I didn't want to look at them. Like it was just and maybe this I always can, this can to be look at them. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like filthy and like not clean. Like God was watching. Me. Unclean. Unclean. <laughs> yeah. I, and now titties are just like, oh, it's like, it went from like, okay, I appreciate the titty, but in another world, I'm going to grab the titty because I, because I think there's a comical sense of the titty. Yeah. Breasticles are fun. Breasticles are fun. Yeah. Chesticles they, are great. They just, it just is different now. Like it's weird. Well, I think, um. Like nudity in the United States is oh, yeah. really interesting thing to explore. Um, growing up, <clears throat> privileged as I was uh, in Hawaii for a majority of my childhood, like bodies and showing skin is not that big of a deal because everywhere is a beach. So yeah, like, that makes sense. You know, like you get desensitized to that. Mm-hmm. Seeing somebody topless or showering off at a beach, like it's not instantly a sexual thing. Oh yeah. So I think like my experience with nudity and bodies um, is maybe different from somebody who's been in the Bay Area a long time. But even here, like we have nudist colonies that like are embracing the nipple and have been doing so for a very long time. Got naked bike rides. Like, I know in high school I was going, um, oh, now I can't remember the name. But up in Santa Cruz Mountains, Mm -hmm. um, like, they would have parties up there. And it was a nudist colony, but it was very, like, no, we're just going to be naked and enjoy the sun. Or we're going to be naked and, like, swim. Or just lay and Mm. camp around. And it's, like, you know, everybody, all ages not just like older people or not just younger people it's like whole families people are just hanging out oh yeah there's another place like that in big sur too Hmm. and this is where like i i never thought like nudist beaches and whatnot were were weird or um disgusting it was actually like just the people around me who would just say like oh those are fucking weirdos like you know and this is like a lot of like my parents who would try to (laughs) people who don't sleep naked (laughs) They're like, I'm never naked, even in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) My mom didn't really say much about it, but my dad was always like, you don't want to go down there, Ron. People have sex. (laughs) Ooh, sex. Right? It's automatically, if you're naked, you're... How did I get here? (laughs) How did I get here? How can I leave? I'm not ready. Um, Yeah, people like automatically equating nudity with sex is like something that I think is changing. I think that, yeah. But I think the... Nudity feels like you're um, vulnerable. Like if if I was if I was to go to the store and I was just wearing like like short shorts, 
and nothing else, there's a chance I don't get service. There's a chance. It's not, it goes from zero to a chance. (laughs) Self-checkout. Right. And people are just, they're just staring at you. Yes. And like you, if you did this enough, you would be, you know how every city has that guy? Like Santa Cruz has like the... So many guys, yes. Yeah, there's quite quite (laughs) a few now, but uh, yeah, you'd just be, you know... Short, short man. Yeah. Like short, 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 but short, short butt crack man or something. Like it would be a thing. And so, like I don't know. Like I think I think there's I think what we have to do because we're we're so disconnected from people, is and and maybe maybe I'm totally wrong here, but like the clothes are a way to identify yourself and take steps. So when you when you do a nudist colony thing, what you're doing is you're saying I just trust you. Yes, that is true. I just trust you. There was there was a talk before um, you entered this community. Um, they did like greet you at the gate, and there's like a a space that you move through that connects you to mm. this community. And they they do have a talk with you, and they let you know like this is the space that you're entering. Like this is what we're about here. Like we have rules, mm-hmm. um, you know, code of conduct. So yeah, they do walk you through that, which I think is like really important um but like i worked for a while at lackland air force base and you see all these soldiers who like will come into the commissary like right after workouts and they've got incredibly short shorts on Mm -hmm. because they've been like running for miles and miles and miles and so it's like they're desensitized to that like stigma everybody around them is like got all their thighs out Mm-hmm. Whether or not the skies are out, um, <laughs> it's a different thing. Like some people are coming in without their tops on, you know. Like they're giving you sweaty crotch money, and you're like, um, sweaty crotch money, sweaty crotch money. Thank you for your service. Oh my god! Really called sweaty crotch money. I'm used to sweaty boob money. Oh uh, no, it is sweaty crotch money. I don't know what pocket they have that's well, in there. It's you just put it under the flap. It uh, sometimes it feels like it's just <laughs> under the flap, and I'm. Like oh sir, God. they're like they're like hold on, here you go. Freshly <laughs> untucked from your balls. Can we do something about this, please? Yeah, can you hit that with the febreze, please? Ooh, a little flip, flip, <laughs> Yeah, uh, sweaty boob money. This was still a thing too. Yeah. But like, it was also um, within the community. So you'd have people who are living there who would come in, and they'd mm. come in like in their PJs. We had one lady. Um, she became the like the underwear lady because her short shorts were so short shorts that they were undies or like people come in their swimsuits. So it's like uh, it really I feel like depends on like your level of exposure and your community, how comfortable you are in your own body. She's like, bitch, yeah. get to work on my hair. You over here jibba jabbing. No, you're good. <laughs> Wait, are we doing this part or this part? I well, we finished the back. Now we're yeah. doing there's there's this whole part. So yeah. we have to figure out how to split this up. Okay. So I was thinking. If you're thinking it's a whole thing. There's architect <laughs> so there's, and planning. Yeah, if you just go like this, mm-hmm. like a row, I think that would be good. And then I think on this side, depending, I can't tell how I split this up, but if it's like a straight line from back here to here, yeah, I maybe. think two to three would be good. Yeah, you do chunkier. Jump. No, actually three would be good. So three, so three. Three, three. I don't know how many how many rows we can get in there. Okay. Well, so you have. So if we're starting here, it's just offsetting them because you have yeah. splits here. Yeah. So then we would do like three, three, three. Yeah. So it's like one, two, three. Yeah. Would that be too chunky? 
I can't Well, that's tell. up to you. I like chunky in the middle, and then you overlay with the... Unless you want to keep it thin and then do a little chunky on this side. Hair talk. Oh, boy. <laughs> I have to look yeah, in the mirror. Can, oh, can, boy. You can just edit that out, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. true. Huh? And what good. we just talked about? Edit. You don't want no. it to be out. No. You don't... You don't... I want, the yeah. good people need to know. The good people? The effort that goes into Doing the hair, hair styling. Yeah, yeah. I think it's perfect right now, actually. It's gorgeous right now. Um, it's like a... You, you, look like, you look like Ruby Rod's sister. It is business in the front, party in the back, for sure. What does it look like right now? <laughs> oh, my God. It looks live. I would wear it. Uh... Nervous laughter? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Basically <laughs> that. Oh, my God. Sorry. Yes. No, I, 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 I troll her with the goofy voice sometimes. <laughs> goofy <long>. fucks. Yeah. <laughs> goofy fucks. <laughs> does. Oh, no. Um, we need to get to, at some point, end the line with this, because I think we've been recording almost an hour. Good. Yeah. Not saying an hour is bad. No, it's great. That's a lot of editing. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. Be soothed by the dulcet tones of mine voice. Be swooned. Be swooned. Yeah. Be swooned again because she's this is not gonna be her last time here. Mm. I'm gonna come again and again and again <laughs> and again. <laughs> no again. None at all. Like rounds. I want rounds, okay? Look, y'all gonna have to bulk up on the vitamins and stay hydrated and stay do your hydrated. kegels because none of this one pump chump and done. We done with that. 2020, get your rounds in, at least two, three. Okay, like we'll get some pizza and you can rest in between. But this is an all night thing. This is an all night thing. This is an all night thing. Yes. <laughs> okay, just to kind of wrap some things up though. Uh... <laughs> well, then now, yeah, now that I've said that, we're done. We're, we're, we're done. done. We're done. <laughs> done. Uh, Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes. Uh, they can find me on Facebook, Kylie Too Smart. They can find me on Instagram. Kylie, too smart. They can uh, YouTube me if they want to see awkward poetry videos from high school um, doing poetry out loud. Yeah, if you really, really want to go down that route, you can. Uh, Kylie Batlin on YouTube. I think I'm going to be starting actually to fill out some videos for my YouTube channel. Um, it's probably just going to be um, makeup, knitting, fitness, and tarot. And then Mr. Cash. Huh? Cash Money. Oh. Um, You're now a guest of this show. I guess I'm a guest <laughs> of this show. Um, you can't really find me on anything right now because I'm in some some sort of hibernation mode. But um, <clears throat> if you if you do any security research, you can look up Oloran and you can see all kinds of nonsense. I've never told anybody that's my name before. So. <laughs> He's coming out. There you go. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today on Don't Cast and Drive. This is your speaker person, Alexander Christie. Most days on 23. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye! It's the city of growth. Eyes and skies will be okay. I'll send a land.